G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is the isekai guy himself. I'll get out of here with that. Jason, how you doing, bud? Oh, I'm well, mate. How mate, are you going? Mate, I'm good. Hey, listen, I've got a question for you. Oh. Questions. So, Jason. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've heard it. Yep. I've got one of those questions for you, mate. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint you a bit of a word picture here. Say you've just put fuel in your car, right? Okay. You've pulled up to a server, you've put fuel in, you've yep. walked in, you've lined up at the counter, and you've looked down and you've noticed one of those signs. It says two for one chocolate bars. <laughs> and in front of you is a whole counter full of chocolate bars, mate. What two chocolate bars are you getting? Snickers. Snickers, okay, okay, okay. And... Mm. It is a tough one. It's a tough second. I know, right? Because you don't want two Snickers bars. I, do, I don't want two no, Snickers what, bars. Because that's too nutty. And I'm not too much of a Mars bars fan. No, nah, Mars bar is bad. Yeah. It is. Like, I, if you, so listeners out there, if you pick a Mars bar as your chocolate bar of choice, yep. you're wrong. <laughs> you, you are definitely wrong. You're yes. wrong. Yes. Come on. Second one. I know, it's tough. That is... Because you're going to get two. No one ever buys one. Well, it's two for one. Exactly. Or in my case, that's two for four. <laughs> Wait, four for two, sorry. <laughs> hmm. Maybe a, maybe a flake. A flake. Maybe. Not going to go a twirl or a timeout? No. Really? Because like... A flake is just a twirl without the chocolate on the outside. So, I've, I've, But I've, it's flaky. Yeah, but a twirl is flaky in the middle and it's coated in chocolate so you don't wear it. Because with a I flake, guess. with a flake, even if it's like... I'm just trying to think of all the chocolates that are... Oh, there's so many. I know. Do you want me to answer the question first? Uh, yeah, go okay, on. Okay, well, you were right. Like, oh, you were right. A Snickers, you, I always get a Snickers. Yeah. Snickers is the penultimate chocolate bar. It's got everything you want. It's got... A good ratio of chocolate to nougat to caramel, and then it's got those crunchy peanuts Actually, in there. I do like a surprise, a kinder surprise. Does that count? No, that's not going to be in the two for one oh, deal. Oh, fuck. Are you crazy? Damn it. You man. might get a bueno in a two a bueno. for one. A kinder's I, I don't bueno? Think ever... Oh, I know the kinder's bueno. Yeah. Yeah. Bueno. Bueno. But I would, so if I'm walking in, right, I've just put fuel in the car. I've got $4 burning an absolute hole in my pocket. M&M's. And M- yeah, but you can't get those in a, in a deal bar unless you're getting the M&M chocolate bar, which is like a chocolate bar with M&M's like um, mixed into it. Is there such a thing? Yeah, of course there is. What? It's an M&M chocolate bar. Hmm. Okay. Hey, listeners, guess which one of us is fat? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd get a Snickers, right? And my- I normally just buy breath mints. Who are you? <laughs> Honestly, 
I would get a Snickers. I, I like Snickers is 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 the penultimate chocolate bar, and my my second bar of choice will not always, but usually be either a twirl or a timeout. I think twirl is a uh, both of them come in two sticks, which I'm a big fan of in a chocolate bar. Two Kit, little Kit Kat. Yeah. Okay. Dang. I'm going Kit Kat. Which type of Kit Kat? The original Kit Kat. The original. Four long bars or the Kit Kat chunky? You fuck with the Kit Kat chunky. I guess I could if it tastes tastes like a Kit Kat. It's just a thick. If there's no mint surprise in the middle. Oh, you I can't don't, get. I don't. I don't want anything. You just want plain other than the Kit original. Kat. Okay. Okay. So Snickers and a Kit Kat. Would you hide any mint in my chocolate? Now I'm man. I'm a big fan of Choc Mint. Choc Mint's good. Ooh. In chocolate bars, I do get what you mean. Um, mint. Uh, the Kit Kat Crunchy. They had a. Do you remember they had um, a series of chocolate bars where it was the thick crunchy ones and each individual, uh, they were broken into three cubes and each big cube had a different type of flavor in it. So it'd be like the Kit Kat mint and it'd be like the first one is like Kit Kat smooth chocolate and it'd be like um, mint goo. And the second one was like Kit Kat hard mint and it'd be like crystal crystal bits of mint. And the last one would be like Kit Kat choc mint and it'd be like chocolate mint in it. I, I I cannot think of anything worse than mint and chocolate. Oh, well, how do you it's feel about terrible. salted caramel? Still, I'm not a massive fan. Yeah. It's it's average. I feel you there. I feel you there. Um, anyway. A, a servo, I would get a Cornetto before any chocolate bars. Really? Yes. You'd get a... Oh, man, I never buy ice creams from a servo. I'm a very strict... Um, any deal. I'm a very strict, like, ice creams are home type of food. Like, it oh, is okay. definitely not a mm. driving type of... Uh, mainly because I'm a messy eater. Oh, I'd like, I would just, I wear all my food. Same reason I'd never go a flake because I would definitely have large proportions of flake in my beard for the next eight to 10 hours before I had a shower or whatever. What you could do is just crush it up in the packet and then pour it in your mouth. Animal. <laughs> Animal. If anyone does that, is that a thing people do? I don't know. But That's a psycho. A solid idea. If, if. Anyone is doing that, they deserve to be on a registry on the government's watch list. That is insane behaviour. <laughs> Crushing up a flake and pouring it. Ugh, yuck. I hate that. <laughs> now, Jason. Righto. So that, that was um, one of those questions. That is one of those questions. It is questions. one of those questions. That's a question I ask a lot of people, actually. I feel like it tells a lot about someone. Snickers. <sighs> I, do, I do love a snick. Fantastic. Um, hey, listen, me and you, probably out of any of the friends we have, probably recommend each other way more anime than it is actually foresee, like possible for the, either of us to watch. Oh. I feel like every conversation I've ever had with you in the last six months has ended with me receiving like three text messages of like, watch this and this and this. <laughs> and I've done the exact same thing to you. Actually, there's a few that I've started watching at the moment. Mm-hmm. Week to week. Um, Mars yeah, Red. I, I know you were oh, watching Mars I, I Red. I did watch a few episodes of Mars Red. Um, well, what did you think of that? Because it, like, it, it's just like a vampire kind of. Yeah, I've fallen thing. off the vampire genre because it's mm. so saturated. But um, I, I didn't realize it was until I sort of got about you know, a quarter of the way in it and went, oh, oh yeah, I, I might just see this through for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was okay. Like. You know. Yeah, I've I've heard good things, but yeah, I'm pretty burnt out on the on the um, vampire genre, so I'm not rushing to go get it. Mm. Um, what what's it been like for? Because I think me and you are having 
a, a similar experience in the last, um, yeah, in the last six to 12 months where we've kind of been consuming more anime than we ever have oh. in our life. So what, I, what, I go to sleep, wake up. Watch anime. Watch anime. Yeah, nothing in between. No. No. It's to the point now, and I think we're both the same, that we are both watching anime on our lunch breaks, before work, after work, sometimes during, um, mm. <laughs> um, basically at any point possible. In fact, uh, you were telling me a story like a month or two ago where you were like left work or left work, got in your car and sat in your car for like an hour and just watched anime on your phone. Yeah, and, and like my other staff members were thinking I was spying on them. (laughs) 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 And I literally watched two to three episodes because I just didn't feel like moving. Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, I've done the same thing. Like I'm, I'm nearly at the point where if it was, I've, I've given great deal of thought of how I could possibly watch anime whilst driving to work because that's an hour a day where I'm not watching anime that I could be watching anime. Like, I know I can't watch anime while driving, <laughs> but I've definitely thought about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I have too, actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it, and nor will I ever do it because that's uh, so unsafe. Well, the other day. I've done it once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of sat it down to the bottom left and I was watching like a YouTube thing mm. and listening it to through my speakers. Yeah, yeah like, I had it, it. It didn't work obviously because I had my eyes on the road for yeah. most of the time. Yeah, I had I had a similar thing where I had seven and a half minutes left of an anime of like an episode of an anime, and I just needed Did you to see how it finished it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up rewatching you, it anyway. Yeah. But um, and I just was like, okay, I can't wait seven minutes because I need to get home. Um, I'll just put, I'll just leave it on and I'll just drive and yeah. I'll catch it all. I didn't catch any of it, but, but by the way, like we shouldn't be using our phones and driving. Like, uh, uh. That is very much against the law yes. and unsafe, That's frankly right. unsafe. And we, we, we have atoned from our behavior and we do not do it. This is, no, this was I, in the like, past This and this happened to other a, people. A, a, this is what someone told me they did. Yeah, that's, that's right. They, they told me that. Allegedly. Happened. Allegedly. That's it. That's it. Fucking allegedly. Um, but yeah, so what, what's that kind of been like? Because me and you and a few other people I've spoken to are having this kind of experience where they're like binging or burning through more anime than they ever have or in their life. And it's come to the point now where I can't remember the last series I watched that wasn't anime or the last movie I watched that wasn't anime or the last... M- Book I read that wasn't manga. Wait, I watched Venom the other day for the first time. Oh yeah, is it okay? I liked it. Okay, I thought it was good. Let's I get back. It was to, brilliant. Let's get back to anime. <laughs> I, I, I apologize, but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, other I can't, than I, anime. I can't think of anything. Okay, it's it's nuts. Um, oh, so God. what's that been like for you? Because we were always vaguely we watched a bit. Like we'd watched a. I'd say we watched a moderate amount of anime or mm. read a moderate amount of manga before this, but. Like we've we've clearly been consuming way more than we ever have. So what oh, what's that I, been I, like? I, I think my phone use has just gone up by like forty percent. Yeah, we use. I watch a lot of anime on my phone. It is. It's not the yeah. ideal to watch. I love AirPods. Oh, wow! Oh. oh, it's the best thing. So I'm glad I got them. Um, but yeah. So what's that kind of journey like? Do you reckon you'll keep up watching as much as you have, or are you getting burnt out, or are you starting to find I, that you can't? Probably am getting a little burnt out. Yeah. I think. 
But it has gotten to that point where I am looking for stuff to mm. watch, which isn't Haikyuu, sorry. <laughs> you know how infuriating it is that all, like every single person who is associated with this podcast in any way, who is a part of our friend group, a part of the Dorktown Network, um, who, you know, is in the group chats, everyone that I've told to watch Haikyuu has not watched Haikyuu. Oh, it is. Is that, are you serious? It's driving me insane. <laughs> no one wants to watch it and it's phenomenal. Because it's about volleyball. It's, you know how angry you're making anime fans right now? Because it is such a beloved show <laughs> and it is so fucking good. I cannot stand it's doing my head in. I even said to you I'd watch a few episodes and I still haven't. You still haven't. Well, that, that brings me to my point, buddy. I wanted to start something because me and you, as as I said, recommend each other we do. far too much anime. Yeah. And I reckon you've recommended me 10 series in the last month and I reckon I've watched three of them. Mm. And those three I watched were good. Like, we've never... I don't think we've ever recommended each other an anime that neither of us have liked. Have no, we? No, no, I don't think Even the shitty isekais that I've watched because it, of you, it, I've ended it, up enjoying. Yeah, like, they're all right. And that, like, um, what was it? Death uh, Diaries, whatever it's uh, called? The Future Diaries. Future Diaries. That, that was, was okay. sick, yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah. Zodiac Wars was another one you recommended me, yeah. and I burned through that. That's, a, that's another Except one. for the ending, like... Whatever. I didn't like the ending. I, I like the fight scenes. I, I like the, um, the various, like... People that were involved. In yeah, the fight, all the know. all the Zodiac w- warriors yeah. were were nice and cool in that one. Um, but I I wanted to I wanted to start something when whenever you're on this podcast, I, I want to do a segment and I want it to be called. Uh, I don't have a a, a a segment song for it yet, but I'm sure I'll come up with one oh, by sure the will. next by the next time you're sure on. Sure, you will. Makes me it makes me very happy to do those. Yeah. Um, I want to do a, a segment where it is our or my official recommendation. And this is where both of us have the power to recommend one anime. And don't worry, I'm not going to recommend Haikyuu. But both of us have the power to recommend one anime that the other person must watch at least the th- three episodes. Do it the at religion least, of three. Okay. The religion of three. And I've got one for you this week. And it's not Haikyuu, so come on. Just, just give me one second here, mate. And I'll put in my notes. Okay. He's putting it in his notes, people. This is official. He is... He is very much going to do this. So, my suggestion. This is my official suggestion. So, oh, this is official. Okay. Official. So, this is something that I not only do I think you would like this, but there is probably no one else I could think of in the Dorktown group who would get as much enjoyment <laughs> or fun out of this anime as I'm having. Okay, Runner. So, my official recommendation. Is it uh, it is produced from Shonen Jump, yes. I wouldn't classify it as a typical Shonen, though. Uh, my official recommendation for you, Jason, is an anime called Golden Kamui. Now, I've got a bit of the plot synopsis here that I'll read out to you. So, um, Sugimoto, a veteran of the Battle of 203 Hill in the Russo-Japanese War, works as a miner in Hokkaido in order to provide for the widow of his dead comrade. He hears a dubious story about a hidden trove of Ainu gold, the location of which is hidden in tattoos on the group of convicts who escaped from prison. When he discovers that this is a true story and that multiple other groups are pursuing the gold, he decides to search for it. 
a sharper, a young Ainu girl, saves Sugimoto from being eaten by a bear and they partner up in the search for gold together. Now, that synopsis does not do it as much justice as I want. So basically... The funny thing is, I've brushed over this one. Have you watched any of it? I haven't watched anything yet. Okay. I did the exact same thing where I saw this and I was like, oh, a gold treasure hunt thing doesn't really sound like something I would be into. Is this is this Crunchyroll or Anime, Anime Lab? Anime okay. Lab. Cool. Um, so, I when I went onto this, when I came onto this, I I was I did the same as you. I brushed over. I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like me. And then I had a thing in the back of my head say, you thought the same thing about Haikyuu and look how that turned out. So I'm I'm much more open minded now about anime. So I've watched, uh, I think as of recording, I've watched uh, like 17 episodes of the 36 episode run. Okay. Um, so it's not too overwhelming. 36 uh, episodes, pretty easy. Fine. This is basically a, a series about uh, a soldier who refused to die during war and thus earned him the title of the immortal Sugimoto. He refuses to die. He is... So he devi- uh, defies death. No, like... No. He defies being killed. Oh, okay. So gotcha. he will refute, like, if there's scenes where he's like, no, I'm not dying here. How do I How do I win? How do I not die here? So he's... A, any any way to win. Yeah, he's a very okay. stubborn character. Cool. But the, the plot of the show isn't this kind of, you know, blood rush to this gold. It's, it's so... What's it rated? MA15+. Plus. Like, it's cool. It's got some gore and stuff in it and definitely some cool. violence and there's some more scarier scenes. But this show, and you'll understand after watching it, it takes this it takes this weird turn all the time where it slows down from the main plot line of trying to hunt these prisoners to, spoiler, a little bit of a spoiler, um, skin them so they can get the tattoos off their body to find the map oh. to get the treasure. So gotcha. it's, which is an amazing plot line. This uh, is that's the fun. one that you, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, 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 um, I just started for so long. It stops that and it slows that down and, and doesn't focus on that all the time. Instead, it uses this little Ainu girl who's his, his, um, compatriot and she is this, um, indigenous, uh, person, uh, indigenous lady to the land yeah. and she knows the land. So there's this great scenes where she's showing him how to hunt and how how f- food is prepared to traditionally and the traditional ways of her her people <laughs> and what that means to her and you know a bit of a culture clash between him being Japanese and her being Ainu and you know there's this fun joke throughout the whole thing where she thinks miso is poo and he, she's like disgusted that he keeps with miso in her food <laughs> but Fermented, like yeah and it's this weird kind of almost like cooking show at some points where they're like detailing how they're making these certain traditional Japanese broths does and stuff. Does the food look amazing? It looks in it? fucking sick. Always does. And like they're Always. showing us how we're hunting, and there's like an amazing cast of characters where yeah, there's motivations and drives of this wide variety of characters that are all after the same thing. And it's is it in English dub? Uh, yeah, it yeah, it's in English dub. Yeah. And I watch. I'm watching it in dub. I I actually don't know if Anime Lab is um has any sub for it at all. Oh, really? I think it's just in English. Oh, and, interesting. Um, so, yeah, my official recommendation for you, Jason, and the listeners out of there, Golden Kamui, I'm I'm having so much fun with this that it is... it is. I'm, I'm dreading coming to the end of it because I'm going to feel the <laughs> same way I felt when I finished Haikyuu and that's fucking emptiness. Just pure emptiness. 
That's because it's about volleyball. It's so good. <laughs> Shut up. You know what's inside a volleyball, Phil? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> inside a volleyball is the heart and spirit of Karasuno High as they come up against the feared and fearsome enemies of the other other high school volleyball teams. I, I can't talk. I haven't watched it. So. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Anyway, that is my official recommendation. Do you, I know I've kind of sprung this on you, but do you have any official recommendations? I think I've um, spoke to you about Tokyo Revengers. Yes. Okay. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Um, in fact, I... I, th- I think you compared it to another anime. Um, Erased? Erased, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I read a bit of the... the um, actually, no, I saw it in a up-and-coming animes to watch... Yeah. List on YouTube, mm. and they they um. There's only like two episodes out. No, I'll definitely get onto it. Do you, it so it's, it's not bad. Yeah, Tokyo Revengers. So I'll. So for the listeners out there, do you want to just give a quick summary of what it is so far? So, uh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, so the main character, he's he's in his twenties, mm. and he suddenly got pushed out in front of a train, right? And then he kind of wakes up. As his like younger self, okay, in high school, cool, and then he realizes um, at the end of like the first episode that he can change and rewrite his like the future. Oh, kind of okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so but, yeah, like so, so yeah, essentially, but it's different how the um, time traveling works. Okay, so he can only go back like thirteen years in the past or something. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I'll add anyway. it to the list. That sounds fantastic. I, I do fucking love a good time travel nonsense anime. Yeah, yeah. I love time Look, travel. Fucking stupid. I still don't understand how it fully works because I haven't read it. Mm. But basically, like, he handshakes with this guy that he first sort of changed the future with. Yeah. And the second time, yeah, he handshakes with him and he goes back again. So it was, it was kind of strange because, like, he he's changed the future to save... Like his ex girlfriend. Okay. But he didn't realize he had this power to begin with. Mm. But when it happened, he rewrote it and saved her brother instead, whom had become a cop. Yeah. To try oh, to okay, save yeah. his sister, essentially saving him from when he died. Oh, so he changed. Essentially bringing him back. So he changed something and that something saved his life. And then it. And also st- he's. Ex's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll add it to and, this. And, and that's, that's how fantastic. it sort of works. And, it, you know, you go through his high school days and what's happened and he's mm. sort of, he's aware of it, what's going on, and he's thinking, shit. Yeah, okay. Anyway. No, that sounds interesting. I'll definitely, yeah. that, if that's your official recommendation, I will watch The Religion of Three and then I'll definitely watch them all. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited to do this official recommendation because I think if we both boil down our recommendations to one perfect one, like I'm still going to recommend you other anime. I'm not going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. What, else, what else are we going to talk about? Oh. <laughs> no, we have plenty to talk about, but <laughs> it just seems that all we talk about is anime lately. Yeah, um, does, does. We should move on to our, our topic for the, for the episode, buddy. I do have a little intro for you. Let's hit that oh. one. Let's do it. A beautiful home, a loving mother, and a gaggle of happy brothers and sisters. Emma's life was perfect. She couldn't have dreamt of a better one. Until that dream came crashing down 
and the nightmare lurking below the surface was revealed. A carefully constructed environment designed to nurture and grow the highest quality livestock to feed the need of an ominous dark presence. Does Emma and the siblings have what it takes to escape their fate? Find out as we dive headfirst into The Promised Neverland Season 1 and 2. So, The Promised Neverland, Season 1 and 2. What a fantastic anime for exactly 50% of it. Literally, (laughs) the first season of Promised Neverland is... We'll we'll start off there, but it is fantastic. It is one of my favourite seasons of anime ever made. Yeah. Um... I think you recommended me uh, me watching this, and uh, yeah, I, I think it was last time I was doing a pod with you. Um, yeah, it would have been too. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so I watched this with with my my wife. Um, I I knew she would yeah. probably enjoy this. Yeah, this is this is so uh, after after her sort of watching the first episode of uh, what was that one? Uh, Zodiac Wars. <laughs> Oh, fuck, her she hated oh, that. she did not Oof. like that one bit. She <laughs> fucking hated that. Oh, I did it just so she. No. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I knew that. she would. I do that sometimes. It's fun. It is um, fun. She's the funnest person to make watch something bad because it's just she can't <laughs> hide it at all. It's just so no. written on her face. Oh. Just the disgust and disdain is oh, oh. Mwah. Mwah. chef's kiss. It's so great. Um, but yeah, the first season of uh, Promise Neverland. It's Fucking phenomenal, mate. I, I went into this not even knowing about, like, the plot. Yeah, I went in so dark. It yeah. is so it is so good that mm. way. Yeah, I enjoyed um, it. What, what, what do you think about the first season? Like, what, what was it in the first season that made it, made it so good for you? I think it was a mystery behind it all as mm. well. Like, uh, with the outside mm. world, the monsters, demons. Demons, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, why were there walls around them? And then you, when you work it out, yeah, you know, they tell you. Yeah, it sort of made sense. I think, I think for me, I I found the three lead characters so fantastic to watch. So Emma, Norman, and Ray um, yeah. are three of probably my favorite like protags in a show now. Like, mm. I think they they each bring something so different to the group, and they're each so unique. In their own way, and it's they're so they're dynamic, like especially they like yeah. Norman and Ray's relationship that the way they develop over the first season is like fantastic because and Emma had no idea. Emma had no idea, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but she was still just as smart. But because yeah. she worked just as hard. Oh exactly. no, she worked twice as hard. Exactly, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, Norman felt like the driving force for most of it. And then even after he left, it's revealed that, you know, he was the driving force for, for the, um, for the actual escape. And then, um, and yeah. then, yeah. And oh, then wasn't that leg break? Oh, Oof. Emma's, uh, yeah, Emma, anyway. Emma breaking her leg in the, in the first attempt at escaping. Well, mum breaking Emma's leg was fucking horrific. 
And that, it's so good because... I, I liked Mum as a character in that too. I don't think there's any characters I don't like except for Phil. You Phil, Phil did nothing. He Well, no. I thought Phil Sorry. was going to be... a. Ma- I thought he was a villain. I thought he was going to be... I thought there was going to be a twist coming. He was too cute and too nice and he was always in the right place at the right time. I thought he was going to be uh, a spy yeah, he could, yeah. or a genius or a fucking robot. Bit of a flip when you worked out who the spy was. Yeah, I mean, I I I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and the the way that kind of makes sense. The way that all um, plays out with with Norman being like, oh, so you're the spy. Okay, well, this is what we're gonna yeah. do from now on. I I know this is what, and even Ray being a spy was ultimately him being a double agent because he never wanted to. He never wanted to be on mum's side. He just wanted to get the things he needed for his own plan, and his plan was fucking twisted. Yeah. His Oi, so that's his actual mum too, isn't it? Yes. Mm. That is his actual mother, yes. Which yeah. is kind of a plot beat that doesn't really get much no. to go with it. Not at all. Might have felt like they were going to do something in the second season with it, or the third, or... Uh, Sorry, third? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Potential. Hey, let's third. cram it all in. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get to the second season, buddy. I'm going to need to finish this beer before we get to the second season. I can't I can't talk about it um, without being a little bit sloshed, in all honesty. Yeah, that'll pick up for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Amelia. Edit point. So much for no editing. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, Ray's... Yeah, Ray's twisted plan of setting himself on fire i i did not see that coming and i was i was kind of shocked that they could still surprise me at that point in the in the anime like i was i was so shocked and so surprised at basically every reveal that happened in the anime in the first season i i think everything caught me off guard yeah it it did me too because i can't think of anything the ray reveal being the spy the second mum the second mum that that got me uh Ray revealing why he knows or how long he's known. Yeah, that got me too. No, I, I, I didn't expect mm. that at all. Um, Ray and Emma's reveal at the end where it worked out, where they weren't just pretending to be mopey. They both had plans going. Yeah. That got me. I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. Um, I, the, think they, I think they worked out like the time frame in the first season like quite mm, well. It was so like, well like, paced. Exactly. It was well paced. And like... It was so tense and so scary without because ever being... leading up to that 13, was it? The... Like 13 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 13 years old and then they get shipped off, yeah. yeah. But like the... um, it, it was so funny for... Well, not funny. It's it's so great that this show is so tense and so scary, but it's never actually violent. When no. you... That first... Well, that first season. We're just talking about the first season here. Yeah. But the first season, there's never actually any outward violence or... Real death. Or real... Like, there's there's uh, well, consequences. Sorry. There's consequences and threats, but it's all very... I, I suppose the first episode you see a death, don't you? Even that. That's not even that grotesque. It's just a lifeless body. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, we... With the exception of maybe the leg breaking probably being the most gruesome bit. Yeah. And that first season is so fucking scary to watch, though. It really is scary. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. It's fucking tense. I love it. Mm. How did how did you feel about the um the plans, like the way they were planning the escape? Did you did you kind of buy along that they could 
be smart enough to come up with that and everything? Or Hey, look, all, all they do is study, mm. right? Study and work out. So, obviously, yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I think... I, I, I think it's like... Is it Ray? Yeah. Yeah, Ray. How he's been working, like, mum out to get all of his, like... Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces mm. to create that gear to get rid of the tags in the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which they use on all the kids but Ray and Emma who just straight up slice their ear off. Does Ray do that too? I don't think he does. Yeah, Emma slices his ear off. Because Ray was going to pour... When Ray was pouring the lighter fluid on his head and about to light himself up, Emma caught the match. Then they had the body prepared, the fake body that covered with the hair and the meat that the other kids prepared. And then... But didn't she hand him the, um, the tag... No, no, because they needed uh, Ray to his location to say that he was in the fire. So mum would believe that oh, Ray was in the fire. So yes, they cut the ear off and put it right. with the body. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ray and Emma are the only ones that, that, that lose their ears. Huh. Fantastic, though. That whole oh, first season is fantastic. Like, And Norman getting sent off and actually going was fucking horrific to watch. Yeah. I I didn't think he would go. I honestly thought he would escape. And then, yeah, well, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Mm. And it, mm. it's you can see the actual despair on the Their kids' faces. faces. Yeah. Like, especially Emma Everyone in that, that scene. Knew is, anyway. Yeah. Well, who who knows in the first season? Emma, Ray, Norman, Donna, and uh, Don, and Gilda? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, they're five. Mm. And then Phil. Well, no, all the kids know by the end of it because yeah, Emma yeah, tells yeah. everyone. Yeah, that's right. Because um, Emma tells them all when she's being real sad. Yeah. So all the kids know and they're all preparing with her to get everyone out and get them all ready, mm. which I think was a good twist. I, I, because she she wanted to save them all, but she had to leave them, leave the young ones, leave behind. the young ones. Yeah. yeah, left Phil and yeah, all the ones under like three, I think. Yeah, which something. feels like the smartest plan. Because I was very angry at her when she was like, no, we take everyone, including the babies. I'm like, those so babies I, I are dying. I was thinking, man, they're going to get eaten. Have you ever taken care of a baby? No. Excruciating. Yeah, I, don't think I want to. Excruciating. Try doing that in the wild. With demons. With demons. No Ugh. running water. Are you Ugh. kidding me? Fuck that. Um, so I was very angry at Emma for that one. Yeah. But she acts on emotion, right? Yeah. That's how she works. I would, yeah, I would describe she acts on emotion. She acts on her convictions, and her convictions seem True. to be yeah. save everyone. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's worth saving. And I like how that played into uh, a bit of the second season. It's mainly the only thing I enjoyed about the second season was her... She stayed true to herself. Stayed true to herself, yeah. yeah. Should we talk about the second season? That's it, guys. We're done. <laughs> we'll wrap it up there for the way. Oh no, we've got to talk about season two. Um, hey, look, it started off okay. Yeah, so they like obviously you want to see where it goes once they've escaped. Mm. Right? Well, the ending of season one was perfect, like actually perfect. The ending of season one being them escaping. Mum left on the wall with the dangling ropes in the wind. Yep. It's, a, it's a beautiful scene, and the kids escaping, and it ends on this real almost happy moment with mum where she's kind of glad that they escaped and yeah. she's proud that they were smart enough to escape almost. And <laughs> it's really nice. And you get Ray who's feeling this sense of, you know, being saved and 
Emma is filled with this confidence that, you know, she's pulled something off and she will come back and save the rest of them. And this is only step one of her plan. And and then season two starts and it's it's all fucked. It's rushed. Well, because I, 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 I felt everything was very fast paced. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. They never slowed down. No. They Even went, when they the, very much needed they, they to. They literally found the base. Bam. Straight out of the base. Straight out of the base. They got mm-hmm. raided. Mm-hmm. They escaped. Okay. There well, was either, ha- How many guards were there that raided that place? Like five? Three? Oh it, they could have caught. Anyway. But like, oh. even the way they start season two, like we were saying before that season one is, is so great because it's so tense and so scary without ever actually yeah. being like, without ever actually showing stuff that would make it tense and scary. Like, we never see a big, scary monster. And then they start season two. Scary monster. With just a big, scary monster running through the forest. Yeah. And they get saved. And they get saved. Straight it's, off the bat. There's no tension. And then they teach no fear. what to do. There's, there's nothing. They've stripped all the good stuff that season one did and be like, nah, mm. we'll just do big, scary monster. And it's so obvious that they went off, off the manga. Like, they, they yeah. strayed away from the manga for this. They missed... Like four arcs, and then I think they missed like two arcs where they should have been. I would have been happy with three seasons. I would have been happy with them following the fucking manga. I, I guess and so. I, I have read a lot of things about why they chose not to follow the manga. Finance, I know that. Is it? Well, writers. The, the, um, the producing studio is Toonami, I believe, and they were unsure whether, because in, in the. F- Subsequent arcs is after the escape, they they run into uh, a lot of stuff happens. There's like a death battle game kind of thing, and a lot of the kids get yeah. guns and stuff like that. And they were a lot uh, very worried about how it would play on an American audience for young children to be brandishing assault rifles and stuff like that. So they skipped. So they skipped forward. I mean, I could see that. You know the when they in the base that. Um, Minerva sets up and they open the room behind the piano. That's supposed to be the armory. And in the manga, that's full of weapons, but in the anime, it's empty. So there is, and you never see any weapons. Like the, uh, the only time we see actual physical guns in the, in the series that are relevant is with mum. Yeah. When they get raided and with mum, the the kids never have the guns and that's very different in the manga. In in the manga, they they, they have weapons. So I have, I have read some stuff where they say, oh, maybe that's why they went off script. Yada, yada, yada. But, but I mean, is that a reason to tank a whole anime? Because this got announced, it got announced midway through this season that it wasn't getting another season. So that's why the studio released episode 5.5, which was a catch up episode to give themselves another week to figure out how they're going to end this series. Mm-hmm. And that resulted in the ending of this series being a fucking unanimate, unanimated slideshow of pictures yeah. of concept art, basically, of what the next couple of seasons would have looked like. Literally, they wrap up the entire plot of the series, the entire plot of the manga, in like, what, eight single, like eight motionless yeah. frames? They aged right at the end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, they skip for they skip. There's and I, I I was talking to you this about before because I was I was very interested as to what those panels were to actually mean in relation yeah. to the manga. There is one panel and it goes for like eight seconds or something like that of Emma talking to this little demon child and this big kind of one-eyed demon dragon looking thing in like an ethereal looking plane. Yeah, that is Emma 
meeting God. <laughs> and they dev- oh, they devoted no. eight seconds of a still frame to it in the anime. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I, I've... And look, manga uh, animes have gone off script before, and, and it is and never. And once worked. you go there, you can't go back. That's the thing; they've they've done it now. They, yeah. It's not like they could. It's not like they could have finished up this season on what was I'm guessing the what was the ending supposed to be, which was um, I'm assuming it would have ended around the time they separated. So when Phil and the other kids went to the human world, and Emma and yeah. Ray and all that stayed back, I assume that's when they would have ended this season. Um. Well, yeah. You wouldn't assume so, but... Well, it was the last thing that was actually animated. Everything else was fucking slideshows, so clearly they were up to that point. But, like, now that they've wrapped it up, they they can't go back to it. No. It's so frustrating, isn't it? My my hope is that it gets, like, a full metal brotherhood treatment where, you know, in five, ten years... Someone Another comes studio back comes back and, goes, and just decides to redo it from the start. guns with kids. No, I'm kidding. Well, and I, look, and I understand that a lot of audiences might find it a bit hard maybe, to watch. You maybe know. they should just move the ages up a little bit. But Yeah, I know. I, know, I, I, don't, I don't know, know. man. Just make it. Fuck. Yeah. Anime, like the medium of anime has fucking done a lot worse. I mean, like tentacle porn fucking exists and everyone's fine with it. You know? Are they though? A lot of people are, Jason. Yeah, a lot of people are. We are actually. This is a, <laughs> this is a bit of a bit of a tangent. But the other day, we were talking at at my work, and we're, I was in the staff room with a, a bunch of the older uh, the older women, and um, th- that is revel- relevant that they're older women. Just by the way, I wasn't just mentioning that. Wait, how, what's this got to do with tentacle porn? Exactly right. And okay. we were talking about uh, one of the ladies had recently. Oh, actually, I think recently. I think it was like three years ago. Got back from Japan. Um, and they were talking about how often they were finding sex shops in Japan. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course, you know, that doesn't surprise me. They're, they're quite repressed. Yeah. Anyway. They don't and, talk about sex. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's a very, it's, it's much a thing over there. And, um, and one of the ladies was like, oh, I can't believe it. They're, they're so open about sex. It's crazy. And I was oh, like, are they? yeah. And I was oh, like, I, I was like, um. I was there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you don't come up with tentacle porn if you're, if you're, you know, pretty vanilla. And she's like, oh, well, what's tentacle porn? I, I don't understand. And and all the ladies, one, well, a few of the other ladies who knew what I was talking about, were like, oh, just Google it. And I was just like, no, don't do that. You are you are a fifty six year old white lady who watches Murder She Wrote every weekend. You don't <sighs> need to know what tentacle porn is. It's not relevant to your life. No. Go to your grave happy. Do that. Otherwise, you'll have a constant curse. Oh, just knowing Looming that, over you. Just knowing that there is thousands of people right now, th- in this very moment, <laughs> reaching climax to tentacle porn is mm-hmm. a fact that I think about constantly. But back to Promise Neverland Season 2. Uh, Promise Neverland Season 2 is so bad that I would actually rather sit here and talk about tentacle porn for the next fucking 15 minutes than fucking talk about this pile of shit anymore. <laughs> I hate it. Oh man, there is no redeeming. I want to fact. go to Japan. I do. Yeah, so do I. Uh, th- that's my like number one destination at the moment. It's it's the, it's the motherland. Visit. We all need to go there. That's right. I would buy. I would love the food. Oh, love the food. I would. I'd oh. buy so much fucking manga. Would you? Oh, I'd take like two suitcases, suitcases just to come back with manga. <laughs> I suppose. 
I don't know. I don't buy the comics. Mm. Comics? Are manga. we talking comics? Manga. manga. It's manga. Sorry, mate. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, back to Promise Neverland season two, begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, was there anything in season two that for you was as good or anywhere near as good as the first season or just good in general? Mm. Yeah. It was a bit lacking. It was. It, even with the enemy. Well, yeah. Like, I... Uh, Who was he? Oh. We saw him for, like, two episodes, and he got one episode that was, like, a bit of a flashback again, which was, like, still frames of his life. Oh. And him killing his brother or some shit. I don't yeah, fucking care. I don't care. know. I think, for me, one of the most egregious things, and I hated it so, so much. So, how did season two start? Season two started with them running through the forest. Right. Then they meet um, Mushikai. I'm pronouncing that wrong. Well, they meet the two demons. And um, the the one with the blood. The one with... Or they both technically the have the blood. blood the, the evil blood. Evil blooded blood girl. girl. Um, yeah. They meet them. They teach them how to hunt, how to track, a lot of stuff. And then, and then they get to the bunker. The bunker gets raided. And then there's a time skip. Yep, and, and then they then, make it to the village yeah, in and then that temple. Yeah, they're hiding out in the temple. Yep. And they're disguising as demons and nothing's really happening. No. And then they sort of get founded out. Found out. Then they find Norman, which is like the Norman worst reveal. Just reveals himself He's just with there. four other people. He's just there. Them. It's so unceremonious. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I, there's uh, there's no tension in it. It's just like, oh, hey, Norman. Hello. Hello. And then he's yeah. evil now. He's well, not evil. He's, no, he's, got he's a just plan. a mastermind. He's got a plan to kill the demons yeah, or to degenerate right. them. He, he created a a weapon to yeah degenerate, degenerate them, the demons. Turn them into that and, big monster thing. And they, they spend a little time trying to humanize the demons, you know, that we're trying to feel like they're human, which I don't think works. I feel like there's very few parts where you're like, but oh. Because how the demons work is... There's a bit of a um, controlling system, I guess, how they've got the human farming. Yeah. And they distribute the humans to the demons and they take on human forms, so which gives them intelligence. And if you suppress them, the human meat, then they sort of slowly degenerate into... The wild demons. The wild demons, So, yeah. yeah, demons need human flesh to keep their humanoid form and their intelligence and their free will and stuff like that. Unless you've got the demon, the evil-blooded girl's... Blood. Yeah, because yeah. her blood is... Um, oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah. So if they have the blood from the evil-blooded girl, they they will never degenerate and they will never need human blood or yeah. human flesh. And thus the controlling powers of B want that not to happen so they can continue to s- control the supply of human meat to the demons to keep power. Yeah. Which, is it, which would be an interesting plot line had it not been rushed... Fucking yep. boring mm-hmm. and just nonsensical. Yeah, and then it goes from there to them actually using the um, the drug. Yep, and it has the worst fucking scene in this whole season that I've ever seen. The scene where Norman is about to kill the little girl and is only stopped because her name just fucking happens to be Emma <laughs> in a fucking scene from Batman v Superman... With the Martha fucking debate between Batman and Superman. Why did you say her name? Like, I fucking laughed at that. It is bullshit stupid. (laughs) It's so fucking dumb. 
My God. Yeah. And then oh, what? God. After that, we get... After that, the Norman's evil-blooded girl comes and say, "Oh, oh no!" But ju- during during this event, Emma had gone out to, to find the evil-blooded girl using just tr- so d- Norman could kill her. Mm-hmm. But that never happened. No, but okay. So that scene, right? So Emma's sent out to track down the evil-blooded girl, and she's using the tracking techniques that were taught to her by them in episode two. Yep. So that they she could find them, and that's really good. If it worked, but the only way that they found them was pure happenstance because they got attacked and she dropped the amulet and they just happened to stumble across the amulet. It just twinkled in the light, doesn't it? So didn't that twinkle? It's so bullshit inconsequential that it happened that way. It's fucking infuriating. The first season has nothing. Nothing happens. How about about that one arrow shot from Ray that brought down the demon? (laughs) Fucking Jesus one arrow. One arrow through the eye and it just exploded. Just, just, just one in the eye. That's the least threatening thing in the world now. Yeah. If it got an eyelash in its eye, it fucking explodes. <laughs> like, fuck me, dead, mate. I but then it. obviously, like, the other guy came in and chopped its head off. Yeah. But, yeah. like, so, okay, they happen to stumble across them because of the amulet. Yeah. Fine. And then Norman changes his mind because of the Emma thing. And then the... Fine. Then the old man, the old demon that she saved happened to just run into a human 20 years later and that human gave him a piece of a pen and that pen happened to contain all the secrets and answers they need to not only save Norman's life from the experimental drug, have the blueprint to the headquarters, have the guard layout for the headquarters. From how long ago? 20, 20 years. It, didn't, years. it didn't never change. changed. Oh, okay, Not to right mention on. the experimental drugs that they were giving Norman and his other crew from the Lambert facility. Had never changed. Never changed. They had the cure for it all in this magical little pen bit that just happened to be on this old man who Norman had to be happened to be standing next to, who happened to have a granddaughter whose happened to name was Emma, <laughs> which meant that Norman wouldn't kill her because Emma's his best friend. There's so many logical leaps there that it is fucking unbelievable. Oh, man. There, oh. Fuck you, Promised Neverland Season 2. Fuck you so much. Oh. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it so much. Oh, no. And then the plan for them to get into the the grace fields. With the balloons? With the balloons. But not- How did they get the balloons? I don't know. Can, can you tell me, like, where did they create these well, balloons? How did the demons only shoot down the balloons with explosives, but the balloons carrying all the <laughs> children just managed to get through just fine? <laughs> did you notice that they, they hack into the thing and they turn off the security cameras, and as they turn off the security cameras, cameras that have just got turned off, the kids all shoot the cameras down with arrows? Yep. Why not just do one of them? <laughs> why do both? No, why not do oh, both, man? Phil? I oh. fucking hate this. How about the scientist guy? Oh. What about his little backstory? Oh, and like one episode. He's they... like, oh, what was his predecessor? Whatever it is. The uh, Minerva. Minerva. Mm. Minerva. He's going back to, oh, <laughs> coming back from the grave. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it. I killed him. I hate it so much. Oh it's... my God. Yes. I'm all angry now. I'm I'm I'm, re- I'm just it's fucked. I'm just gonna sit here 
So wait, are you glad I recommended this one though? Oh mate, I the first season is 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 art. It's it's phenomenal Just and hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Because we did have this discussion, right? Because like a little while ago, you're like, "Have you finished it yet?" I'm like, "No." Mm. Because I don't like it. Yeah. It's too rushed. Yeah. And I got to episode I think you said 5.5. 5. Yeah, yeah. And I stopped watching it. Yeah. And then you're like, Righto, you got to blast through it, mate. You got to finish it. You got to finish it. You got to finish it. And this afternoon, I fucking wish I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so me and Amelia were watching it, and we we blitzed through the first season. It was fantastic, and it, it was, was brilliant. It was yeah. all we were talking about. We'd message about it during the day when I was at work. You know, we'd talk about it when we got home. We're doing like little fan theories. Um, she's just left work, so I can spoil this. I bought her the first ten volumes of the manga hard copies for. Oh, um, she's gonna love that. She's gonna love it. I bought them for yeah. Mother's Day. Coming around the corner, you know, got them gift wrapped in the cupboard right now. It's spectacular. Because um, she'll actually know the story. She'll know the story, and fucking, I'm gonna read them probably. But I'm just the second season when we started watching it from the the first scene. I was like, okay, this is different. It's it's taken all the tension and all the the fear that was so beneath the surface and just smashed it into our face. And it just rushes, and it's fast, and it's yeah. it's nonsensical, and it's. It relies on so many happenstances. Where the first one, and how about the happily ever after? I'm f- look if that if if they were aiming for a happily ever after, I would have been fine with it if it was earned. But it's fucking not. It's not. It's not. No way. Emma's quest to rewrite the promise from a thousand years was summed up in her walking through forests, talking to God. Mm-hmm. And then nothing, and we see nothing. nothing. We just get to see her do all little those clips. things in little still frames, not animated, no spoken oh, yeah. words, still frames. Just a picture. You, you, then, know that, you know that person that was actually there taking the photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. one, it was... It's a snapshot. Yeah. Done. And then, and then we get, what, 15 to 20 seconds at the end of Emma coming back out of the demon world after Phil. rewriting the promise. Phil. And seeing Phil and a grown-up Phil and hugging and that's... Well, three years older Phil kind of thing. Credits roll. Neat little bow. Series is wrapped up. You don't need to ask any questions except all the fucking questions I have. (laughs) Why? 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 And look, I know there would have been people out here who worked really hard on making this and it's not their fault. But I wish you hadn't. I fucking wish you hadn't. I wish... That you got the Lifted word that it was getting one, cut and, and just never made any more. I would have been fine with that. Um, man, I've got nothing else to say about this except for season one. Oh, masterpiece. Getting it. It's getting everything that it yep. can possibly get. Season one is a must watch. Yeah. Season two is a dumpster fire that can fucking Ma- die. Maybe the suggestion is to watch season one and then swap over to the manga. Yeah, I think season one covers the first 36 chapters of the manga. There you go. Yeah. Go to the just, manga. Like, just go to the manga. I'm reading the manga. Like, I'm definitely going to read the manga um, as soon as as soon as soon it comes out. I'm reading the manga. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as I've got all the hard copies, I will read the manga. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... Oh, man, I'm just disappointed. It's, it's so... It's so grim that um, 
that we are <laughs> it's so grim that we had to deal with deal with season two after season one titillated us so much. I know. It's like we got the best the best blowjob in the world <laughs> and right before it was about to finish, they switched to the worst hand job you've ever had. <laughs> No one can do a hand job better than yourself, mate. No one can do a hand job better than yourself. <laughs> season two sucks. Season one's getting it. Do you have anything else to say, Jason? Nah. Fuck it. Nah. Let's wrap up. I'm angry. <laughs> I don't like to leave an episode angry, but I am. Uh, it has been fun having you back, Jason. And I always, always appreciate always you having here. Make sure you're on the socials, guys. At Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Leave us a review on the pod. I was supposed to read out reviews, but I'm, I'm too angry and I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do you justice. Um, I got nothing else to say, baby. You want to sign us off? Peace out. You! Thank you.